Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Kenz as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or Mac and Kenz your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of For The Girl. We are talking to the girl who wants a more active prayer life, and I am very excited for this conversation because I think some of us need a little kick in the butt, a little inspiration, a little something to activate this in our life. So we're going to give you tips, tricks, all the things, but before we do, we're going to have this week's top three. Yes, so excited to jump into some fun conversations, Ken. So to piggyback off last week, last week's episode, I wanted to give you an update on my room transformation. Because uh, you have not heard about how awesome it's been going. Yes. So, and I got really hope that Tyler has not heard as well, since he is on a long plane run right now, and he might be tempted to listen to the last episode. Of I Girl. know. I'm nervous he might, but also I think that he won't. Okay. I think we're in the clear. All right. And if he is listening to last week's episode, I hope he pretends like he did it <laughs> for my own sake. <laughs> but yes, okay, so the room transformation. So I was out of town this weekend, and then I got home Monday night, but he was already gone. So Tuesday, the transformation began. Right after work on Tuesday, my mom came over. We painted the room. Literally by Tuesday night, it was a different room. Like, we had already brought the furniture in. Like, we had already decorated a little bit. And so, it is looking so good. We've got moody gray walls. We've got photos, black and white photos up on the wall. We've got a little day bed that's decorated really cutely. We've got a bulletin board, a chalkboard, so he can, like, you know, Mm, inspired in his office. Love it. And there's a hammer on the wall that looks really cool. Wow. And it's looking good, Kent. It's looking really good. (laughs) I'm going to give you a FaceTime tour later of it. Yes. I'm really nervous for the reveal. I hope he loves it. So that happens tonight. Tonight, he gets home, and he's going to be surprised. I can't wait for the surprise. He's going to be crying. Crying? (laughs) I don't think. You think? No. I don't don't know about the crying, but. Uh, I'm going to post tomorrow, post on the stories, maybe the reveal photos. Okay. So You should get a little before and after situation. I got a before video. Okay. So I'll post the before and after, like a real home decor show. Yes. I can't wait. That's about to pop off on the TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) The TikTok. Oh, my God. Yeah. Let's also talk about the fact that um, I'm killing it on TikTok right now, Ken. You are killing it. Like, I need to just be, what do you say? Um... Strategic? No. Uh, strategic. <laughs> yeah, you need to just be strategic. You need to be At strategic. At this point, like, Mac's doing a really good job of, like, actually promoting our products on TikTok, and I'm just over here just, like, for pure entertainment. Like, I... <laughs> I like have so many TikToks in my drafts right now and I'm just looking at them and I'm thinking all of these are for entertainment and no purpose at all. So I really the need other to be day, strategic. I called her the other day and she was like in a zone and I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm TikToking, like let me focus. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is awesome. Like we're going to have great TikTok content. <laughs> we're going to like be able to pop off on some TikToks. And then I started seeing the TikToks and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> this is what you were doing over there. <laughs> like, I don't know where I'm going with it, but I just struggle with it. I'm like, okay, what do people want? Like, are people well people want we need to promote the bible studies but 
Yeah, yeah. hilarious. I'm just over here making jokes. So anyway, we'll get. But your jokes sometimes are you're the only one who gets them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the other day I had a bad one. It's true. No, I have some good one in the drafts. I'm like I'm ready to post. Like I'm tempted to post like all at once, but I'm trying. You to also. Save. Posted a TikTok yesterday and forgot to put a caption on it or hashtags or anything. And so that's why it didn't do well. What? I meant to tell you that. Wait, I totally thought it had them. No, it had nothing. So. It had nothing? For for today's. Make sure you do that. (laughs) Wait, it did? Okay, I'm confused. Guys, technical difficulties. Because it did when I posted it. I'm so confused. This is the most shocking news I've ever heard. I'm about to look. But anyways, we need to move on. Wait, that's so sad. I know. Wait, it doesn't. I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, do I have to tell her to do everything? (laughs) That one was hard to make, too. Okay, I need to redo. Okay, can you redo? No, you can't really. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know that much about TikTok. Let's move on. Um, Okay. All right. What do we want to talk about, Mac? (laughs) Mac, okay. What do we have? I wanted to talk about the text your mom sent us this week. There's oh, also a follow-up to last week's episode <laughs> yeah. where Ken said that her mom was, like, hating. She had some feedback for the podcast. <laughs> and so she must have listened to last week's episode. And then she sent us this long text that yeah. was saying Ken's made it sound more dramatic. And then she was actually saying very nice things. But she did give us some ideas on things that we can say to each other after someone says something good because she was roasting us for always saying that's, that's so, so good. good yeah so here are some tips friends okay. that she gave us okay Please, and i'd like you, for mother. you to use some of these okay. in this week's episode okay yeah. she said incredible wisdom that's pretty good <laughs> okay the next one is such a great nugget of advice oh, nugget. i'm gonna use that today nugget. And that was such a great nugget of advice i don't like the word nugget beautifully said I would die if you said. I don't use that word. Yeah, no, no. Great takeaway. That's okay. That's all right. Wow, I love that. I feel like we say that one. Yeah, you said it well. Holy Spirit filled advice. Those are hers. Hey, (laughs) thanks, Mother. I'll try to look at that as I'm podcasting today. That's helpful. But she ended saying, love you both. So proud of you both. Can't believe how the Lord is using you to do ministry. You stuck with it in the highs and lows. You make your mamas proud. So blessed. That so. is so nice of her. No, typically she's so in sweet. person, she's just like, I can't believe you write Bible studies. Remember all the tutoring you had to do when you were younger? And I'm like, yes, mother. Thank you. She literally <laughs> like, she literally contributes like, all of my like writing skills to uh-huh. my tutor that I had in high school. She's like, have you contacted Jeff recently? He would love <laughs> to hear these things. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, mom. Thank you. So I love it. Yeah. My, I have to tell you, Ken, my dad has started listening to the podcast. Oh. I taught him how to get it in his car. So now when he goes on car rides, he listens to the podcast. And it's really cute because every week he's like, okay, let's talk about the podcast this week. And he has some like some things that he really loved from it or something like ridiculous that we said. He's like, wow, I can't believe you guys talk about this stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, Dad. <laughs> wow, you're over there getting like true pastoral training and I'm just getting my mother's ratchet yeah. advice. But that's fine. Yeah. No, um, your mom had good advice. I liked some of her transitions. <laughs> no, honestly. Actually, sorry, Mom. Mom, now that I know she listens, I really need to filter this information. Mom, 
Thank you. You're kind. I'm so grateful. You, all, <laughs> everything goes back to you, mother. Okay. So that's amazing. Um, thanks, mom. I'm forgetting everything we are going to talk Let's about. talk about our Labor Day plans. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. My Labor Day plans. I have a very exciting weekend ahead. I'm going to New York City. You are? What for? To visit your sis? Did you actually not know this? No. Oh, really? You never tell me where you're going. I mean, you do, but it's also- I could look on your calendar, but I don't check up on you that much. So, Mac, I'm testing you. Why am I going away for the weekend? To visit your sister? No. It's your sister's birthday. No. It's your anniversary. Yeah. Did you look at my calendar? No, I just knew that. I was like, what would be important? And I know you got married in September. That's right. So two years, two long years. No, two amazing years. It flew by. But um, yeah, very excited. We're going to New York. We're going to eat good food. We have good reservations. We're going to a show. We What show are you going to? Funny Girls. Funny girls. Oh, nice. Okay. And then, yeah, we're going to go to, we have a little spa day, which is kind of random in New York, but we really want it to be like relaxing still. We're going to hang yeah. out at the pool. We got lots of plans. So it's going to be amazing. We're taking like Friday off. So I'm taking work off tomorrow. And then also. Are you going Monday, to our favorite hotel lobby? The Bowery. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We, you guys, we like love going to New York, me and Mac, and because it's very inspirational for us, especially at the beginning of starting everything. We literally wrote how to prepare for your future love story basically in the lobby of the Bowery Hotel. We thought it was the coolest thing ever, but do you know now? I didn't know, I don't really know this, but the Bowery is like a really popular hotel. I feel like we didn't know that in the moment. Do you know this? Well, the lobby is kind of small. It's not very big. I'm surprised by that. Tiana told me actually, you know. Oh, that's Max. She would. She's like, oh my gosh, all the famous people go to the Bowery, blah, blah, blah. She was like, you should stay at the Bowery if you're into like celebrity watching. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> Tiana, I don't care about that. But I just remembered our days. It was so cozy in there. And we would order like French fries at 4 p.m. And I loved my life. It was amazing. Yeah, French fries yeah. and a Diet Coke. Yeah. Right. Okay, my Sorry, Labor Day yeah. plans. Uh, no, actually, my just turn. get into the podcast episode. Uh, it's my turn. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's my turn. Okay, I'm going to the lake in Georgia with, so we have three family friend, best friend families, <laughs> if that made sense. <laughs> and we are going to the lake with two of them. And so it's going to be so many people at the lake. I'm so excited. It's like the best hangs ever. I've known these people like my whole life. It's going to be so fun. So I'm really excited. Wait. And Tyler, it's Tyler's first time getting to like hang with these families other than the wedding. And so we're really excited for him to experience it too. Cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? That's so fun. It's going to be, you're going to get your last little tan on for the summertime. That's right. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh my gosh. So it's going to be so amazing. Wow. Big things happening in this week's top three. Big things. I'm still so mad that I didn't post a caption or any hashtags with that freaking TikTok. Guys, she's still in TikTok training. (laughs) I'm having to help her out a lot. So, all right. Should we get into the episode, Ken? Let's do it. Okay, since we're talking about prayer, we had to throw it out there. We have an amazing resource. It's called our Prayer Pad, and it basically gives you little prompts to pray. 
in your quiet time, a similar outline to the one that we are talking about today. So if you're just kind of over your blank sheets in your journal, don't know what to say, maybe just don't know where to begin when it comes to your quiet time, you have to get the prayer pad because it's really helpful, really activate your prayer life and change your life altogether. So you can find our prayer pad on our website, forthegirl.com. And if you use the code, capital pray, 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 you'll get 10% off the prayer pad while listening to this episode. So head to our website, that's 10% off using the code pray, pray, pray in all capital letters. All right, hope you caught that. Let's get back to the episode. All right, so we are jumping into our conversation for the girl who wants a more active prayer life. And as I was prepping for the podcast this week, I was just thinking through all of these different topics that we could do. And I was really just kind of fixated on this idea of just some like practicals to help people in their spiritual journeys and in their spiritual walks and how for me, prayer has always been tough. Like it's never come super easy to me. I think there are some people out there who are just naturally really love praying or they're naturally really good at it or they're naturally really good at creating this space for it or getting excited about it. And that has just never been me. And I have just kind of had to learn some really practical things in my own spiritual journey to help me fall in love with praying and to help me kind of grow my desire for prayer and my desire to connect with God in prayer. And so I thought, if I struggle with this, I'm sure there are a lot of other girls out there who struggle with this too. And so that's why we wanted to do this episode and jump into this conversation of for the girl who wants a more active prayer life. And we kind of have some sections for this podcast. So we're going to be talking about some everyday rhythms, some every moment rhythms, and every season rhythms. But before we jump into that, I wanted Kins to talk about something that I have learned from her specifically when it comes to prayer. And that is about starting with picturing Jesus Mm -hmm. and almost creating your own prayer space in your mind and heart. And I think this goes into all three of those sections that we're going to talk about. So I wanted, Ken's you to kick us off with describing that and talking about the importance of what that means. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, this has always been huge for me. Um, At one point in my spiritual journey, I was like, gosh, I feel like Jesus just needs to be more personal like I've kind of made him out to be just who my uh like pastor said he was or who he first was when in a situation where I came to know him or just really generalized my faith and I was like I want to make this really personal and I don't know gosh was I in like a moment I don't even know or whatever but I I began to just like picture Jesus like really what he really looked like and not just like what I like just a quick thought about it and maybe like the passion of the of uh the cross is that what it's called I feel like the Christ Christ. I feel like I've corrected you about three times on that (laughs) passion of the Christ I think it was last week (laughs) I mean that's an easy mistake I think it could be either one of those but it's funny that you keep trying to bring it up like (laughs) like you know about it just like top of mind these days (laughs) Um, I really bet like those movie producers, when they're trying to pick the name, they were like, all right, we got the passion of the Christ and passion of a cross. Let's take a vote. Which one is going to be? And then everybody messed it up anyway. Okay. Or just just me. Okay. But seriously, um, yeah, not just like what other people have made him out to be, but what he looks like to you. So I really 
think this is important and to do in a moment of prayer. So to kind of just sit with Jesus and be like, okay, Lord, like, what do you look like? Like, what is his, what does his hands look like? What does his face look like? What does his hair look like? What is the color of his skin? What is, what color is eyes? What shape are they? Like really like get detailed and sit in a moment of prayer and do this, just you and Jesus. And I really think through this, it becomes easier to connect with him. Like those moments where you wake up in the morning and you go grab your Bible and journal, you like immediately kind of can picture his face and he becomes so much more personal to you. And not only like, what he looks like, but I also think it's fun to picture just like what, where you go with him. Um, there's actually a really mm. pivotal moment for me. I was actually, it was at a delight conference, like one of the first, and I was like so nervous to get up on stage or something. I just felt so much pressure and I was like sat there with him just kind of in the audience and the Lord just took me to a place with him and it was like this very specific scenery and just a really safe place. And from now on, when I feel nervous, when I feel disconnected, when I um, feel far from him, I try to go back to this place with him. So for you, I feel like this could be a safe place, like your home or your bedroom and your childhood home, or maybe your favorite coffee shop, or maybe um, uh, somewhere in nature. I don't know where you go with him, but I think this creates just this protective environment. It's really personal. It You can zone in on it better and, and you can get there at any place or time, despite how maybe chaotic or crazy or distracted, distracting your life might feel. So I don't know. I feel like this is really special. Not every single day do I wake up and go to this place and picture Jesus like this, but I would say like a lot of times I do. And so it's just has made my relationship with him way more personal. Yeah, I love that so much because I think that when you enter into prayer time, sometimes you can kind of be like, where do I begin? What do I do? How do I start? And I love just before you say a word, before you do anything, it's just going there in your mind and your heart and going to a place. It's almost like if you have a space in your house, you know, like if I sit in that chair, that's when I'm starting my prayer time. But sometimes we're not in our house and we need to pray. And sometimes we need to have that same space in our mind and in our heart. And so mm-hmm. I love kind of creating that. And I'm, I know we have some guided prayers out there in this world that can help you do this. <laughs> <We> do, yes. <laughs> and maybe we can drop those in the show notes, a link to that guided prayer, because I yes. think this would be really helpful to get you started. So start by picturing Jesus. That is our number one <laughs> prayer tip to begin. Have a place, have a place where you go to with Jesus in your mind and heart, and then picture him there with you. Mm-hmm. So now we want to jump into our first set of rhythms, and those are our everyday rhythms. So these are things that we would say, this is what we would suggest you do once a day if you want to start living into and creating a more active prayer life. And the very first thing you got to do is you just got to find the time and space to withdraw from the chaos of your life and to put away all distractions. And so I know for me, that is in the morning time. It's first thing when I wake up, I do this. Ken's might be different. You might work out first and then do this. I don't know. It's different for everybody. (laughs) Yours might be during your lunch break at work. It might even be in the evening. It might look different every day. But just making sure that you're finding that time and space to really withdraw from everything else in your world and to intentionally talk to Jesus. Um, I love that all throughout the Gospels, we see Jesus doing this. He knew the importance of getting away 
and being with God. Luke 5.16 says, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. So that means that Jesus like left his people. (laughs) He left his smartphone. He didn't have a phone, but you know, he left the distractions and he withdrew to a place where it was just him and God and he talked to his father. And so I think we, in response, if we want to lead lives that look like Jesus, we have to be just like this. We have to often withdraw to lonely places and pray. And so you might be wondering, okay, I withdraw, I get to the lonely place, but what do I do? Well, we, Hens and I kind of have this little formula for praying that we have used for forever. If you've ever gotten one of our prayer pads, it has these three questions on it or three prompts on it that I actually use in my journal pretty much every single day. It was actually cute. The other day, Tyler saw me journaling and he was like, what are you journaling? And I was like, oh, these three things I do every day. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to do it. And so he did it. And he, he got done. He was like, I actually really like that. I think I'm going to do that again. <laughs> and so maybe it works for guys too, hoping it works for oh. you guys. But three prompts. So the first one is, thank you, Jesus. And this is just a moment of expressing your gratitude to Jesus. This is just saying like, Jesus, I'm so thankful for for this person in my life. I'm so thankful for the way you've showed up in my life. I'm so thankful for this opportunity I had yesterday. Just think back on the 24 hours before and what are the moments, where are the moments that you saw God show up in your life? And maybe you missed them in the moment, but I think sometimes just sitting there and and thinking back on it and, and remembering back on it, you can practice gratitude. And I try not to go a day in my life where I don't do this, where I stop and I thank Jesus for the ways he's showing up in my life, whether I notice them in the moment or not, but I recognize them right there in my prayer time. And I think it's such an important thing to remember and to do. Ken, do you want to do the next one? Yes. Um, the next one is a moment of confession. So it's a moment to just say you're sorry to Jesus. And I will say some days, some days this is super obvious. You're like, oh my gosh, I have so much to confess. I really messed up. I really need to restart. And it comes really naturally. Then other days it might be a little bit harder to like think of things, but even when it's harder, that's why I think it's important to have this rhythm because it almost like forces you to like look back in remembrance and kind of find these moments where God can gently correct you or gently convict you. And it might be the smallest thing or you look back like, oh no, I actually was kind of rude during that conversation. Or Mm -hmm. uh, like when I was checking out for my groceries, I like didn't talk to like the lady or even smile at her. Like I want to, I want to just like confess that right now to the Lord and and then maybe like go back and make that different. Or I don't know, the, the importance of this session is one to just get right with God again, to grow your own character, like to not just like let things like grow numb to things or insensitive to things, but to, and to have this like natural conviction in your everyday life. I think that, um, we're going to be such, um, better people and better disciples when we are like really open-handed for these moments of confession. So whether it's hard or easy to find, this is so important for your prayer rhythm. Yes. So the first one was, thank you, Jesus. The second one, I'm sorry, Jesus. And the third one is, I need you, Jesus. And this is just your opportunity and your time to request or to like lay out your true prayers and your ask for God. So maybe you're 
desperately needing community in your life, this is your time to ask for it. Maybe you cannot stop falling into this one sin in your life. This is your time to ask for for strength and for God's presence to carry you through that. Um, Maybe you just are like really struggling with your mental health or something like that. This is your opportunity to ask and to request. Or maybe this is your time too to just like remember all those people you told that you were going to pray for them and to begin to like actually ask the Lord to show up in each of those areas. And again, I think the rhythm of doing these three things, of starting with gratitude, of reflecting and remembering the ways that God showed up in your life, always confessing every single day, getting into the habit of recognizing your humanity, recognizing where you fell short, where you're flawed, where you messed up, laying it at the feet of Jesus, and then also remembering to ask Jesus to show up in your life and in your every day. I think if we're not asking Jesus things, then we're not relying on him for things. And so this is really a time for you to just like be so dependent on him and to ask him to show up, to give him even more of himself to you throughout your day. And so those are the three prompts that both Kins and I do probably in some sort of fashion every single day. And then when you're done with that, this is so important, and I skip this sometimes, mm-hmm. would be to listen. <laughs> because prayer is an active conversation with God, and you have to make sure that you're leaving time for Him to respond. I think sometimes, like, if I sat down to talk to Ken's, like, and I literally talked her ear off for 30 minutes, and I was like, oh my goodness, Ken's, thank you for doing this. Oh my goodness, Ken's, I'm so sorry for being rude to you yesterday. And then, oh my goodness, Ken's, like, can you come to my party tomorrow? And then like literally I pieced out and I didn't let her respond to anything. Like that would be so weird. (laughs) And I would never do that to a friend. But how often do we do this to God? Do we just like spill it all out there, lay it all out there for him? And then we just peace out and leave the conversation. And so I think it's super important to leave room and leave space for God to respond, for God to speak, for God to convict, for God to to just like pour his spirit into you. And it it probably isn't going to be these like audible messages, but it's just going to be that sense of peace and that sense of, I don't know, God just like leading you in the right directions. And so just make sure that every single day when you are withdrawing and you're getting rid of distractions and you're talking to God, you're, you're praising Him and thanking Him for the things He's done in your life, you're confessing the things that you've messed up in, and then you're, you're asking Him to show up that you're also listening for how he might want to respond. Yes, it's so important. Okay, so we wanted to just add some extra tips here. So every single day, it's so awesome. You can spend time with them. You can withdraw. You can put away your distractions. Go through this prayer um, outline if that's helpful. And then sit and just listen and be open-handed. I'm so excited to hear what just like such like what might feel like these little random uh, nuggets of wisdom that he has or direction he has for you that he speaks over your life um but then some just extra things here um number one i just wanted to start by saying your time the time of day how long your how long this takes you whatever does not have to look like your friends and other people in your life i can't tell you how many times and how many seasons in my life i tried to make my quiet time as long as a friend or felt guilty when it wasn't as long as a friend or when I missed a day and I know that Mac was doing it twice a day or something like that. And I got so guilty and then started avoiding it and then didn't do it at all. And so I would say, first of all, just like 
don't carry that guilt. Don't really even look at what other people are doing unless it's coming out of a good heart to learn and to grow. But um, yeah, I think that this is so personal and different in seasons yeah. too. Like there are seasons yeah. where I like spend only 10 minutes with the Lord and it's just what I needed. It's just like this little nugget that mm-hmm. takes me into my day. And then there's other times where I have like an hour to study the word of God and get really deep and detailed with him. So Take it with a grain of salt. Don't carry that guilt. Um, Just spend time with him. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. The second thing I would say is to be consistent. I think sometimes we treat God like a genie and we're like, oh, I just got to ask him one time and then he grants my wish. And that is just not the way that our father in heaven works. And it's not the way that prayer works. Really, I think it's almost like it's, I think of that story in scripture, the parable that Jesus tells of the persistent widow. Would we be persistent in our prayer life? Like, don't just ask God for one thing one day and then expect him to move. Like, show up every single day, bring it before the Lord, ask God. And, And one way that I practically do this. I have a page in my journal that are just like things that I've been praying for for a long time. And every time that I pray for them, I circle them in my journal so that I can see like some of them have Mm -hmm. hundreds of circles around them. And that's because I've prayed for them a hundred times. And I love seeing that like, hey, I'm still praying for that. So pray consistently. Like don't just give up on a prayer because you're not seeing it answered. Continue to show up and to pray over that thing day in and day out. And then the second thing I would say is pray specifically as well. Ask God for really specific things. And the reason I would say this is because God can answer those specific prayers. And it might not look like how you think it's going to look, but God can answer them. And I love being able to see when God does answer prayers. And so Mm. maybe your prayer is like, God, I need one friend one friend and you've circled that prayer every single day for two months and then when that one friend shows up you get to go into that journal and you get to say god answered this prayer on this day and it is the coolest feeling to know that god is hearing you and he's listening to you and he's showing up for you and so i think sometimes when we pray to like in the clouds prayers (laughs) we don't notice when god answers our prayers and so i think like being able to pray specifically and being able to pray consistently is also super important and just makes the journey a little bit more fun because you get to like see God at work and reflect on his goodness in the midst of it yeah it just reminds me too the whole thing the whole prayer moment that you have with him like get specific be honest be real be vulnerable like the cliches just gotta go because that's not like a real relationship there you can get really really honest with him and that's so fun okay now we wanted to move into every day or every moment rhythm. So, you know, you have your kind of reserved time with him, but then it doesn't just stop there. Like you have this relationship with Jesus. You have access to him throughout your entire day. So prayer throughout your day can look super, super different. The first thing that we could talk about is what we like to call breath prayers. So these are like little short moments um, with him throughout your day. It could be like a moment where you actually like open up your Bible, open up your Bible app, or maybe a little verse comes to your head, a Bible verse comes to your head or something that you've memorized and you just like, um, say this out loud or, or internally say it. And, um, just get really close to Jesus in this moment, particularly maybe if you're feeling stressed, worried, anxious, sad, heavy hearted, like just you have access to this, just a quick little breath prayer to like, just 
let the Lord know, like, you need him, you want him, you're waiting on him, he's all you got. Those little moments are so sweet. You could do this in your car, on a walk, any kind of moment where you just capture um, just a little bit of stillness and can sit with him. I think this is really fun and a really regular part of my day. Oh my gosh, you guys, like, I feel like, especially these days, my life is just so crazy and heavy and things just bombard me all of a sudden. And I'm like, holy smokeronies, like I need Jesus right now. And just to sit there with him is um, really life-changing and really saves me when I feel feel anxious. Yeah, I think that's really good. I think just having a, a sentence or two, maybe it's a piece of scripture or whatever, that when those moments arise, you can repeat that truth over it. My dad's always been really big on breath prayers, and mm. he's always told me he'll have different breath prayers for different seasons of life, and he just tries to repeat them throughout his day. And I think that's such a beautiful way to be a person of prayer, someone who is like known to be a prayer. So I love that. The second thing would be to look for opportunities to pray over people. I think this is so big and so important yeah. and I miss so many opportunities. I mean, it can be that friend that is telling you about how she's struggling with something. Would you stop right then and there and just be like, hey, can I pray for you? And then pray over her. Put your hands on her like shoulder and pray for her. Or maybe it's that woman that you met at the grocery store and who's just having a hard day. Like, would you be able to have the boldness to say, hey, can I pray for you right now? Even if she says no, pray for you, her in your mind and in your heart right then and there and keep moving throughout your day. Maybe it's your mom on the phone when she seems super stressed out. Stop and pray for her. Maybe it's that person you know who's facing deep loss. And when you see them out and about in the town or in your city, <laughs> like, would you stop? and pray for them. I just think it's so such a cool opportunity to just like, people need prayer. They need us to like go before God and lay out like their their needs and their, and their just like their struggles before Him. And so I think it's just really cool to kind of practice that rhythm all throughout your day. We're running into people who have deep needs, people who are struggling, people who are hurting. And sometimes the best response we can give them other than like our wisdom or or anything is to just offer them up to God in prayer. And so would you just look for opportunities to pray over people in your everyday life? Yeah, I think what stops me on this one sometimes is I just feel uncomfortable or awkward. And I will say the first like couple times that I kind of get back in the rhythm of this, it is. It's like, oh, like this is cringy or la la la. But then once you it becomes a more active part of your everyday. It truly gets less and less. So you just got to start somewhere, get the awkward ones out of the way and make this a part of your everyday. And then the last thing we just wanted to mention is to pray not only over people, but pray with people. My husband, Josh, has told me taught me a lot about this. He <laughs> like... That, I mean, obviously when I was single, I didn't have somebody like living with me asking me um, to pray. I guess my roommates could have done that, but <laughs> they did it. And so uh, my husband's really good at this though. Like there's moments like uh, when I'm just like talking about my day and it was crazy and he's like, let's pray about it. Or there's moments mm -hmm. like before bed where all I want to do is go to sleep and he's like, well, let's pray about it. And it's different from praying by myself because you have to 
you know, you're praying out loud with that person. So you're like, it's like even when you don't want to, you're feeling lazy, you're feeling frustrated, or you're feeling far from him, or you feel like you don't have anything to say. It's in these moments that I'm like, okay, well, I'm just gonna like open my mouth and pray. And like truly, a lot of times I want to be like, no. And sometimes I do. And then he's like, come on, let's just do it. And then I'm like, okay, okay. And we'll like pray through it. And it's so like, it lifts such a weight and it gets me so much closer to Jesus and honestly like activates my faith again every single time I do it. And every single time I like close up a prayer and I'm like, amen. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was so good. And and it also practices, like it's like a good practice to pray out loud too. Like I know a lot of young young women who are like nervous to pray out loud or just like don't know where to begin or it feels awkward for them once hmm. again. And so maybe start practicing this with somebody who's close to you because it's like a really safe place to just start praying and see how it feels or how to connect with God even when it's like a more vocal or public prayer. And you start to learn how to pray through that. So this has been really pivotal yeah. for me. And honestly, the sometimes it's the only like a, a throughout the day prayer that I have with him. So it's a really intentional, it keeps you accountable. So many good things from this. Yes. Okay. And that leaves us to our final um, rhythm for you to introduce into your life. We talked about everyday rhythms, every moment rhythms, and now every season rhythms. And so these are things that you might do a few times a year, um, almost to just like go ham on your prayer life (laughs) and to just go even deeper to like take it to the next level. And the first one would be fasting. And this is something that Ken's and I have done throughout our life and especially throughout our friendship and our ministry together that has been huge and so monumental for us. And so anytime there's something big maybe coming up in your life, a decision you're needing to make, um, something you're really struggling with, you could choose to enter into a season of prayer and fasting that can looks so different for you. Uh, I think we have an episode that actually talks more about fasting back in the Move of God series if you want to hear more specifically about what fasting can look like. But just pick a season and choose to intentionally fast, but also pair pair prayer with it. If you're going to fast, you have to pair prayer with it. So importantly, it's so important. And what I love about this is when you're fasting, and you're praying, it basically turns up the voice of God in your life. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but there's something about those prayers when you're fasting that just feels so much more alive. It feels like God speaks so much louder and so much clearer. And I think it's because you're really growing your dependence on Him. You're physically depending on Him for your nourishment in that moment. And so therefore you're able to depend on Him in other ways and your eyes are able to be open to things that you maybe wouldn't have seen before and your ears are able to hear things that you maybe wouldn't have been able to hear before. And so I think choosing to do this a few times a year, it's just a little like spiritual tune up that can really align your heart with God again and help you to fall in love with the power of prayer again and just see it and and feel it so tangibly in your life. And bonus tip, do it with a friend, I think, because it makes it even better. Um, I have loved seasons where Ken's and I have fasted together, and I've gotten to hear the things that God's teaching her, hear the things that God's teaching me, and then also the things that God's teaching us together. And it's just been really cool to pray out loud together in the midst of those seasons and just to see the answered prayers as well. So fasting is a great thing to do a few times. Yes, so good. And then lastly, this is super fun. 
Um, and that's just to get away with God and do like a little prayer retreat. Um, this could look like a weekend away um, or maybe just a set aside 24 hours, little small road trip that you do. And you just get to intentionally talk with God. Um, I feel like I probably haven't done this super intentionally ever. I don't know if you have either, Mac, but I have known so many incredible mm-hmm. leaders and people around me that have done this. And it's been so life-giving. I think particularly if you're just like desperately needing the Lord to show up in an area of your life, similar to fasting, but Maybe whereas fasting is a little bit more of a regular rhythm or something we should do even when we don't feel like it. I feel like a prayer retreat is something that we can like, if you're just really needing the Lord to show up in your life, you need, you've been running empty, burnt out, exhausted, mm-hmm. don't have any time for Jesus, like make time for him by going on a retreat. I think that this will really fill your cup and change your life forever. Um, so this is really, really exciting. This whole episode reminds me um, of the book that the study, the Bible study that we wrote, Move of God. And I just wanted to throw out a little word out there for it because we talk a ton about prayer and we talk about fasting. We talk about all the things to really activate your faith in your life. We actually wrote the book during the pandemic when we were kind of looking around us and we're like, oh my gosh, it feels like nobody's like really actively pursuing their faith and have gone really lethargic or um, apathetic towards the whole thing. We're like, okay, what are some tools that we can give them to like activate their faith again in their life? So if you're like listening to this episode and you're like, yeah, I've been really far behind. I'm listening to it because I just feel really sleepy in my relationship with him or need to practice these things. The book is practical. It digs into the word of God and it will really help you get it back up on your feet again. So move of God. It's incredible. You can find it on our website. So there's that. Yes. Such a good, such a good shout out and reminder, getting move of God. And then, yeah, just creating those everyday rhythms, those every moment rhythms, and then those every season rhythms where you are intentionally going to God in prayer. And I'm so excited to just activate our prayer lives even more throughout the week to like look for moments to pray with people, to pray over people, to say breath prayers, to, to get away and to just be with Jesus and to talk to him, to confess to him, to thank him for things and then to let him speak to us in return. I promise you that going to God in prayer will never return void. If you, even if you can't see it in the moment, like he is speaking and he is moving. And I just believe like when you talk to your father, like it's just the best place you can be always, yeah. always and forever. So <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, for joining us for this awesome conversation and just for being a part of the For the Girl fam. We love you guys so, so, so very much. Yes. And we'll be back next week with a another amazing conversation for the girl. So we will see you then.